Hello, everybody. I am Tracy Zerden with Made Possible By. We love telling stories of good. We say we like to make good loud. We love having guests on that are part of businesses or run businesses that are doing great things in their communities. They not only do business in their communities, they serve their communities. So I'm excited today for you get to get to know Macy Barber at AtLink. What's the full name of AtLink? AtLink what, what, what? Link services is that well there you go it's not even that big at link <laughs> services macy is the marketing manager at at link i've known macy for several years she's a wonderful human being she has two sweet baby girls but i'm gonna let her tell you a little bit more about herself so give us your 90 second snapshot of you mace Okay, well, I will try um, to not talk very fast. I have a tendency, so I'm sorry, y'all, if I do. But uh, my name, like Tracy said, my name is Macy Barber. I um, live in a small rural community in Oklahoma. Uh, I have about 1,500 people that live in my town, um, and I work for AtLink Services. We are an internet company that primarily focuses on rural Oklahoma. Um, I've been married to my husband for almost five years now. We have two beautiful little baby girls, uh, two years old and six months old. And then we have two pepper dogs that we affectionately call our girls. Uh, so my husband is very, very outnumbered in our household, completely yep. unintentionally, but he definitely is. Um, we, we love the outdoors. We love to be around our family. I'm an avid reader and have recently started gardening. Not really, um, Related to COVID, just happened that I've been pregnant for the last two summers. So this is the first summer that I've actually felt up to it since we've owned our home. So um, that's kind of a little snapshot of me. Okay, tell everybody what Dallas does because he has a cool job. He does have a very, very cool job. He works for the Oklahoma Wildlife Department. He is the big game biologist for the state. So essentially he is in charge of all of the deer, elk, um, antelope um, hunting programs. So he helps um, manage the herd, make sure that the state is um, helping facilitate and promoting the health of the deer herd and the, the other, the other um, service as well. But um, so that's kind of what he does. His job takes him all over the state. Last week he was in Frederick. He was up in um, on Grand Lake. He was in the Panhandle and um then he was down in Duncan one day. So he literally is all, it's not always like that every week, but last week was kind of a crazy week for our house because he was all over the place. So Yes, and he's living his best life because that's like his dream job. It is his dream job. He's an avid, avid hunter, and um, he has wanted to work for the wildlife department for as long as he can remember. So it's been, it's kind of a dream job, just kind of the position opened up and he applied for it thinking it was kind of a long shot. Um, just because he, we were young when he got the position yeah. Yeah. and, uh, he interviewed for it and got the position and he's been loving it. I love it. I love it. Now, how long have you been at AtLink? I have been at AtLink since the fall of 2013. Okay. So you've been there. I've been there for seven years. Yeah. Wow. Almost. It'll be seven years this year. So, um, we have gone through a significant change, um, some significant changes throughout our time, um, since I've been there anyway, we went from kind of, um, we started in 2005 is, is when the company started. And up until um, right when I came on, it'd been kind of like more like a mom and pop shop kind of feel. Um, it still very much feels like a family, like our, our company does itself. But um, it just was a little bit different vibe. Um, and then we got some uh, funding 
and had some huge expansion projects that were coming on. And that's kind of the reason that I was hired on. Uh, we had somebody that had came in to consult with us to help with the expansion and restructure and some rebranding things as well. And he was like, you know what? We need a community liaison. I happened to be graduating college right at that time, and one of my advisors was one of his friends. And so he contacted her and was like, hey, this is kind of, you know, a snapshot of what I'm kind of looking for. Um, if they had experience in rural Oklahoma, that would definitely be a plus. And my advisor was like, oh, I have a couple people, but I really have this girl that I would recommend, but I'll send it out and we'll get you some, some resumes to interview. And so I went in for the interview and I got the position and uh, have tr been trucking along ever since. Well, let me just say you do a great job because you all serve a lot of different communities. And I love to see Macy pull up in her car around Christmas time because um, if you're not familiar with rural Oklahoma, we have a lot of uh, Christmas type parades. And so, or, or even during the regular parade season, uh, Macy's car will have Christmas lights all over it because she goes to this parade in this town and this parade in this town and she just leaves them on there for a while. <laughs> well, when you go to like 20 parades in a matter yes. of two weeks, yes. it's like, oh gosh, it's just easier to leave the lights Absolutely. on than take it on and take it off. Absolutely. We have it down to a science now almost. My dad, um, when I first started, obviously I wasn't married yet. And so my dad helped me that very first year put the lights on my car. And um, I have to tell this funny story really quick because it's so, it's such, such a dad move to do this. <laughs> he helped me, but I was the one actually taping. Well, um, uh, naive little Macy did not realize that I had taped my door shut. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't undo this whole car. Because it took us like a while to kind of figure out yeah. what to do now. And I taped my door shut. I was like, what am I going to do? And so I was crawling in and out of my passenger door. To get it. into my car for like a week. He lets me, he watches me do this every morning and crawl out that way when I get home every night. And then finally he goes, baby, come on. You just have to move this tape. And it was literally like one piece of tape I could have moved this whole time. <laughs> so that was a big learning lesson to like ask my dad for help. Like that as an adult, that was my first like, okay, maybe my dad actually knows what he's talking about. Let's ask, let's let him give us some advice on life. That's so cute. I can just see him sitting there drinking his coffee, watching you do your thing. Yeah. Days. Yep. Pretty much. Oh, that's, so great. that's so great. So, um, at is very involved and uh, you're in lots of different communities. Um, and just the fact that you're in so many different parades represents how the number of communities that you guys serve. So when you all think about, or you personally, but I know you're at link in general, think about corporate social responsibility. What does that mean to at link? What does that mean to you? For at link and for me personally, it just means helping our communities in our little corner of the world, doing what we can to help. Um, you know, I did come from a very small community, uh, rural community. Actually, Atling actually serves our community that I that I grew up in, and then we moved back to um, and we live in now. And in growing up, I didn't have tons of opportunity for philanthropy. Um, you know, we did a lot of things like in my church youth group, and we would go and visit the elderly, and we would go and help do like local mission trips and things like that. But just philanthropy on a large scale and and um um like corp 
corporations getting plugged into the community, I just didn't have much exposure to that. And so going to college and seeing all of the philanthropy that could be done on a large scale level was so eye-opening to me that I knew when I started working, I really wanted to work for, for a company that really valued that. And when they came up with my position, my original position, um, it screamed it screamed corporate social responsibility because what they wanted was somebody that could go into the communities and be plugged into the school and see how we can help at the school. Not only are we trying to provide internet service to people where they can stay in their rural communities, but we're, we're sponsoring the football team. We're sponsoring the cheerleading team. We're sponsoring the band. We're trying to get in and help with the robotics program, whatever we can do to plug in. Um, we're, we want to be part of the actual community and help our kids thrive and grow. And so um, seeing a community or a, a corporation that actually does that was so important to me. And so it's been really awesome to be able to work and kind of grow up with this position because we've really got to tailor it to what really works in rural Oklahoma. And that is getting plugged into the schools. That's getting plugged into the chamber of commerce. That's getting plugged in with the lions club or rotary or whatever the big group is in those particular communities. And it's really giving back and really investing in the community as a whole, whether it actually benefits our company or not. Mm -hmm. Well, and I have to say, um, Mace, you do a great job at your position in my former life as being a part of the Chamber of Commerce in uh, Guthrie, America. I, it was amazing to me to see you roll in, pull your hair up and go, okay, I just left. This chamber meeting was at eight this morning and this one was at 10 and you're rolling in for the next one. And now oh, I've got this banquet tomorrow. And you know, it, it's, it takes a lot of time. So thanks for doing this, for doing your job well, because you're a great example of that just to the community in general. But I love the fact that at link, I mean, not very many people, if you're not familiar with rural towns anyways, you just don't realize what it takes to be connected to that. And you have to be a part of the cheerleading squad or the band or, you know, that's, it's grassroots, right? It's totally, it's all grassroots. And, you know, it does, obviously it does serve a per, like, you know, there are some purpose in, yeah. in that, but um, just the amount of investment that they're willing to make into communities makes me love Atlink even more, honestly. Yeah. It's, um, it's amazing the amount of how much they just want to help and make sure like, you know, if we get asked, Hey, is there any way you could just donate? two cases of water for this event. We've got these judges coming in and we'd really love some, do you have that? Um, you know, because schools and just rural Oklahoma in general it, are really strapped right now, yes. um, especially with everything that's going on in the world. And it's just so nice to be able to have a company that really values getting plugged in and just helping how we can. Yeah, just valuing people for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I love that you talk about volunteering or providing water. You know, it's not always just writing a check. We talk about that every single week on this podcast or our webinar, whatever thing we're doing that day. But people just get stuck in a box of what giving looks like and getting connected to your community is a much broader thing. So that's part of why we do these is we just want to give you ideas and inspire more goodness. So it's be in the parade or drop a case of water off to the fire department when it's 112, you know, I mean, yeah. those things matter. So thank you. 
So Mace, you've been in your job for what was it, seven, eight years? Almost seven years now, yes. Yes. So what would you tell your then self in starting and getting connected with the community and just maybe, you know, starting your first real adult job, you know, outside <laughs> of college, what would you tell yourself? Aside from take that piece of tape off so you can open the door. Exactly right. Don't lock yourself out of your car. Now, I think... I think the thing that I would tell my my former my younger self will say is um, just jump in with both feet. Like it's okay if you don't know all the answers, and it's okay to say, you know what, I'm not sure, but I know that I can find the answer out for you. Can you please just give me a moment? Um, I think that that is so important in life in general, not just my work life, but my life in general. Um, there's so much to be learned of getting your hands your hands in there and just learning how to do it and jumping in feet first. Um, so I think that's probably what I would say. I'd also say that I would maybe um, try to be a little more um, proactive and involved in getting into the community a little bit sooner. Um, obviously I was hired for the, the position. Um, so, you know, my job was to do that, but um, I didn't maybe take things that I knew would work in my community and apply them to some of the other communities because other people had ideas and I wasn't, you know, I was still 22 years old and, and I was brand new and didn't really want to like step on toes and things like that. And I will say I'm very fortunate that they really like took me on and let me express my ideas very early on. What's your ideas? You're from rural Oklahoma. What do you think about this and this? but um, I just didn't want to rock the boat. And so there's a couple of things that we, we did early on um, in my career at Atlink that were not bad things by any means, but I just, I just did not think they were going to be successful. And we probably did some things that but did resources that I'm into that would have been a little bit more successful. So I think just speaking up, not being scared to, to say my piece would be essentially what I would say. Nice. Nice. I like that. Cause you know, those are, those are scary things, especially just when you started. But, and let me just tell you today, I would never say that of you. I would say that you're very, you're bold. I'm not in a rude way. <laughs> you're not my way or the highway, but you definitely, and you have great ideas. So there you go. So what are some specific ways? Tell us specific things. Maybe choose three different communities. Maybe they do things a little bit different or, or maybe they do them the same. I don't know. But what are some ways that Atlink gets connected or um, gives back to the communities? Well, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Trace, it, it broke up. I couldn't understand you. Will you, oh, try, will you say that part again? Well, first, let's start. I, I skipped a question. Let's go back. How do you define community? What does community look like to you? It's where you're plugged in. It's where you live. It's where you go to the grocery store. It's where you pay your electric bill. It's where you work and play and are surrounded by your people. To me, that's, that's really what community means. And whether that's, you know, where you physically live or I would say a lot of the communities that I work in are my communities in my heart because I'm invested emotionally in those communities and I've done a lot of work in those communities. So I care about, it's the place where you care about what you're doing. Yeah. And what's going on there. Okay. So tell me some ways that Atlink um, invests in or is plugged in to your community. It's like maybe a couple specific examples of things that they do. So um, there's, there's 
like you said, there's tons of things that we do, but some of the biggest ways that I think that we really get do a really great job of plugging into the community is, like I mentioned before, we do pl try and plug into the school when it's when it's possible and when it makes sense. Um, you know, so we might sponsor a, um, we might do an all sports sponsor for the football team, um, where that money you know, through the booster club might go to feed the kids on Friday night after the ball game, or it might go to help assist and um, help supplement the school budget. Uh, don't say that. I was kidding. Um, we might, you know, help. I don't want to say talk about school budget at all because that's just a whole other thing. Um, but, you know, maybe something that we help because of our donation to the booster club, that money goes and helps buy the basketball team cover-ups for that for that year or something like that so there that is a good way um to get plugged in we really do we try to focus on really doing good in the schools because our kids are our future and we know especially being primarily serving rural oklahoma we know that the kids are the lifeblood to keep rural oklahoma moving forward and keeping those communities sustainable um, and so we know that that is something that's really, really important. And it's really important to parents, too. I mean, you know, we we appreciate people that pour into our children. Um, and so that's a really good way. And it's not necessarily just sports. Like, we do, we might buy a yearbook ad because they contact us and ask us. And we're like, okay, if that's, you know, if that's a way that we can support the school, then that sounds good. Or it might be with the robotics or the, the Special Olympics games that the school puts on or something. So it's not necessarily just athletics that's it that's generally a pretty easy um thing to get plugged into because there's lots of information about it but it's not just athletics that we that we support in the schools um, another great way that i think that we really do um a great job and i'm really proud of this part is getting connected with the chamber of commerce the chambers are the lifeblood of a community and not every community that we serve has a chamber but many of them do and they are the hub of what's going on in the community they're the people that connect us that you know there's so much programming and there's so many things to get connected and network through um other business owners and other people that work in in the community that way and it's not just even the businesses the nonprofits that are that are involved in chambers um it's just a really good way to invest in your community whether it's something that you um to me, investing in the chamber is a good way to show good faith in your community and that you care about your community, whether you get anything out of the chamber or not, which I think that you get exponential things from the chamber. As long as you pour into the chamber, the chamber, you definitely get your, your reward back 100%. But it's like anything else. You have to put the work in and you have to put the effort forth to get that, that return. Um, and I think that it's a really good... Sorry. Um, I think it's a really good way to just plug into your community. And then the other, really, this is my favorite part and the funnest thing, and you've touched on it already, is we try and do festivals and parades. And it's so fun because it, you know, yes, you're getting some advertising by going through the parades and things like that, but it's showing that you care enough to spend your Saturday morning mm -hmm. in, you know, in Blanchard, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Or you care, you know, enough to spend three hours, you know, off in Benita, Oklahoma at a Christmas parade in the evening or something. So, um, or a, or a festival, the peach festival, like whatever you're doing, um, you know, you're, 
you are investing in that community because it takes everybody to make those festivals work. It takes vendors showing up to attract people in. Um, and if people get attracted in, especially if those people get attracted into your community from outside of the community, that's just money that's being reinvested in your businesses and your your community. Think of the tax dollars that come into your community. Um, there's just so many implications of, of really trying to have good, successful um, festivals and parades and things like that. It brings people in. I know. Well, no, that's great. I mean, you guys do a lot, so it's hard to narrow it down to what you do. It, it really is. There's so much that, I mean, I could go on for hours and hours, but, um, and not that that is not a brag thing at all. Yeah. It's just, um, fact. Yeah. and I asked you, so there you go. <laughs> you know, and that's part of why we do this is, you know, we, we, we say it's important to make your good loud because you inspire other people to do their own kind of good, you know, and they may not do the same good that you do. They might do something a little bit different, which is great because that's a need that's not being met. So we love it. So um, you talked about why it's important to get invested in communities and um, some of the ways that you do it. Um, do you think it's okay for businesses to talk, well, we just talked about this. Is it okay for businesses to talk about the good that they're doing in the communities? I know it's a hard one. Everybody goes back and forth on this. It's hard. Like, to me, it's a very hard thing because, um, you know, we want to invest in the community and we want to do good. But, like, I don't want to ever brag about anything that's going on because we do it because we care. We don't do it because we're trying to brag about it. And so it's a really hard thing to talk about. Um, that's why I think, like, I love the Made Possibly By pages. And I love that, you know, the the care pages on um, websites where people can go seek that information if they want to. But it's not something where we're, like, blasting it in your face, you know? And so. Um, I mean, I think that it's good, and I think people really, I know for me personally, if somebody is um, invested into their community, I'm more likely to do business with them. So if there's somewhere that I can go and seek that information out, that I know that I'm getting somebody and I'm doing business with somebody that actually really cares about their community, that's important to me as a consumer, not even have, having my at link hat on. But... Um, I also, as a consumer, don't like when somebody's like, well, look at the good stuff I'm doing, yeah. you know, um, in your face all the time. It's, yeah. to me, it's different. If you're asking the questions to me and you say, what all are you doing? That's a little bit different to me than, um, like, blasting it in your face. Like, yeah. so, it's, that's a hard one. It's, it's it hard. hard. And that's part of why we do Made Possible By, because we want to share it for you, you know, because we think it's important for people to know about the good that you're doing. Because, um, like you said, it, one, these programs wouldn't happen if you if people weren't investing in the different school things. You know, they just wouldn't happen. And two, it inspires good. You know, for other people to to go do the good. But we're finding out that people not only want to, like you said, shop at businesses that are giving back, but people want to work for those businesses. You know, they want to be a part of something that's bigger than themselves. You know, especially millennials, millennials and down, they want their whole lives to matter. And that's great. That's why AtLink was so attractive to me. I mean, I, I talked about it earlier. Like, AtLink was so attractive to me because here they were creating a position that was just like my dream job. Like, not only was it, you know, working in rural Oklahoma, but it was also like 
pouring into communities. And you're exactly right. I wanted something where I felt like I was making a difference. You know, I might be working for corporate America, but like at least I'm making a difference in my community and I'm making difference in communities like mine. Mm-hmm. Well, and you do a great job being the face of Atlink out in the world. You know, I mean, that's, they chose well. So, good. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. But um, I feel very fortunate to, to work for Atlink for sure. You've been there for a while. That's exciting. I have. So give me your 60 second shout out, your drop the mic statement or your call to action. If you, if you had this moment, you do. this is your moment. Tell the world, what would you, what do you Okay. I think that I would have to say Matthew 22, verse 39 is what I'm trying to live my life by every day right now. Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor is very important in the world in general. But I think that there are a lot of things going on right now that could sincerely be helped if we just love thy neighbor so that's my shout out and and um yeah i think that's it (laughs) totally enough um you uh, who knows when you're listening to this podcast because once it goes out to the interwebs who knows it could be any time but what when we're recording we're mid covid and we are mid racial unrest in the United States. There's just a lot been going on. And I love that you're in rural America and you're talking about love your neighbor because a lot of times your neighbor is somebody who looks just like you, but that's not necessarily true. And it doesn't matter what they look like, right? It's whoever you're, and your neighbor is not necessarily the person who lives in the house next to you, but your neighbor in line at the grocery store or the guy behind you at the gas station or the coffee shop or whatever. So good job, Mace. That's perfect. That's, that's perfect for our time. It's perfect for any time, but specifically now. So thank you. Sam, thank you so much for letting me come on and asking me to be on here and, and talk a little bit about what I get to do every day. It's fun. And I, I love sharing um, about what I get to do and how my company is investing in our community, in our state. Um, and I love that I get to surf rural Oklahoma. It's where I grew up. It's what I love. It's what I know. And um, it's just been, it's been really great. So I really do appreciate you letting me come on and talk about it a little bit. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, Mace. We appreciate it. So this has been Macy Barber, the marketing manager at Atlink Services. And I'm Tracy Zerden. Thank you again for joining us on our podcast of Conversations Around Good. We love at Made Possible by to make good loud. And we want to encourage you to go out there and do your good today. So go out there and be community-minded. Thank you for listening in on another conversation around good. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so we can continue to provide you conversations that are inspirational. The businesses we serve love to give back to their communities with their time, product, and cash. And this is so rewarding for them, but it's not easy. Go to madepossibleby.us to see how we do it.